When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. April 14th, 2023. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast talking about SmackDown. Why? Because Rampage tonight starts sometime after the the sports ball. Oh, it did? Okay, well, who knows? Who knows with these uncertain times in these uncertain times? And these uncertain time slots. We're talking about SmackDown. We're just a few weeks away from Backlash. And here we are. Face to face. Myself, NYC Demon Diva Issa, and Jimmy Corderas. This is becoming a thing. Yeah. Well, I was originally, you know, during the original draft, a SmackDown exclusive referee. Oh. So, ha. Hmm. There you go. Um, Maybe I should have a shirt tonight. You should. Should, I need to get a blue pullover and a blue hat just for SmackDown and start, you know. No, you stick with the pink, damn it. I know. I've ordered so many pink outfits, Issa, that my wife is good. like, just I'm Issa makes one you. comment to you about how good you look in pink and you're buying an entire wardrobe. Jimmy, yeah. do you own any pink shirts? I would love to see yes, you I in do. pink. Yes, I do. Uh, okay, I can, can you please wear it? I, I have pink. a request. Can you wear it on Wednesday for the next podcast we do together? Oh, wear a pink shirt next Wednesday? I'm gonna have to write it yeah. on here because you know, you know, like I, you know, like I, as I say to my wife all the time. By the time I get from my little office here down to the kitchen, I forget what I went to the kitchen for. So. Say honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, I, then I'll tweet Justin Labar. Maybe I'll make Wednesdays a pink podcast too. Pink, pink oh, sure. That's the influence that I have. There you go. I bought a pink out. It's like a matching pink button-down shirt and pink linen shorts. And then I found a hat in the same color and I put that on. And my wife said, You're not allowed to wear that out of the house. Right. Why did you there send me? Did you take a picture? I there you it's go. Probably, it's probably for the best. There's no photos of it. It's it's a look, Isa. It's a look. Um, I love that. So SmackDown tonight. Mm-hmm. 
do we have any news first? Any anything happen? What's going on? What's the latest oh. with the CM Punk situation? Uh, he back? Is he coming uh, back? Coming back. Apparently, it sounds like he is. And and you know what? If he can just uh, you know, we we hear all these different versions of what happened. You know, it's there's always three sides of the story: his version, the other side's version, and then the truth. Yes. But uh, right. somewhere in the middle lies the truth. But uh, you know, if CM Punk is is willing to put things aside and do business. And, and make some money and get some recognition for the company because, you know, obviously CM Punk is a help to that company from a, from, from a fan's perspective, because it's not only that diehard hardcore wrestling fan that Punk attracts. He also, the old school fans who may have tuned out a little bit, you know, like from the attitude era and from the, uh, the days of the uh, pipe bomb. Mm, yes. you know, the, the, promo. the days of the pipe bomb from so long ago. Yes. Which you never know. I mean, that was over a decade ago now. Isn't that crazy? I know. It's amazing. <sighs> it is nuts. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe he will bring some eyes, right? Yeah, why not? And according to that Fightful story, if WBD uh, is hot on Saturday nights and a soft brand split for AEW to keep Punk away from the elite, maybe we'll get Saturday night Saturday night Punk, you know? He could anchor I feel the like show. Just give him rampage. I don't think you need a new show. Give him rampage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, except that they tape rampage after dynamite. Right. So they're all in the okay, same well, building. So you never that. know. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. All right. Fine. Fine. I see the point. I see the point. We need yeah. we need Jimmy in there. They putting things under control. We need a good referee because the referees are questionable at times. Don't get me started. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's, that's the big story. Uh, WWE stock, uh, hit an all time high this week. Yeah, it did. Kind of crazy. <laughs> and, uh, Vince McMahon's going to be held to a code of conduct, go to wrestling Inc for all the latest news. But tonight we're here to talk about SmackDown right. and we opened with both Canada and America's sweethearts, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Issa, what did you think of that reaction they got from the crowd tonight? It's not at Roman Reigns level, but it was pretty good. Jimmy, how are you feeling about KO and Sammy as tag team champs? I like them as tag team champs because there is a true to life story behind them being buddies from the beginning, getting into the business together, working together, you know, and like good brothers, sometimes good brothers are at odds, you know, so it's, it's a nice little story and it's a nice little package. So they're presented well together. Let's put it that way. When I when I put my Roman Reigns fandom aside, I will say I always wanted to see them get a run as tag team champions, just because of the history they share for so long. But I don't like. Sorry, I'm being bullied by my five pound dog right now. I don't like um, to see any tension between them yet, and I feel like they teased that a little too much tonight. Mm. But uh, but I, I I get your point, Isa. But at the same time. That tension's always been there, so it's almost like uh, it's almost expected, so to speak. That uh, yes, they will work together, but there are times where they may not agree. <laughs> true, yeah. true, true. I mean, they turn on each other so many times that there should they should always be a little bit of question, you know, in there. Mm. Right. Well, the Usos and Solo Sokoa came out, and I like the Usos saying that Kevin, this time it's going to be Sammy that turns on you and betrays you. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, trying to plant the seed back. You know what I mean? And and I trying to, this was a trying great to reiterate. Back and forth. 
Yeah. And trying to reiterate how everything is just uh, peachy keen with the bloodline. There is no problems here. You know. Uh, this was good. They were surrounding KO and Sammy in the ring. I mean, talking about rematches, which uh, got set up later in the evening for their tag team titles. But when it looked like they were outnumbered, Matt Riddle came out and helped even the score. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It makes sense because, and I like the fact that they addressed the reason why Matt Riddle is out there because of Correct. an earlier incident, as opposed to uh, leaving it up to us to try and remember. And as we talk about, on and off the air sometimes we don't remember things but yeah it's nice to explain to the audience again and to reiterate there is a reason why matt riddle wants to get retribution against the bloodline and specifically solo sequoia and this isn't just a wrestling fan thing i mean isa and i do a podcast about yellow jackets and last time we were trying to remember things that happened last season let alone last week yeah. um so i like that wwe leaned heavily on the Riddle and Solo Sokoa story tonight to really set up why Matt Riddle is now in this feud. And I do like to see a more serious version of Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle is out for revenge on Solo Sokoa and it's a lot, it's a little, he feels a little more serious than what we got from him in the past. It's true. Normally he's like, bro. And now bro. he's like, bro. <laughs> now he's like, bro. bro. Yeah. Serious, bro. bro. But there's like, I, I'm sorry, bro. It's universal language, and the way that you say it could mean a lot of different things. Okay, wait a second. There was a stand-up comedian, and why am I blanking on his name? But that was his entire bit was about dude. It was about how you could say use dude for anything. And why am I blanking on the stand-up comedian that did that routine? But it was exactly that. I feel exactly. that way about bro. Because I can be like bro, and then I could be like bro, and then I can be like bro. Like there's so many different ways that you can say it, and it could all have a different meaning. Yeah. yeah, somebody, but, somebody in the in the chat, somebody uh, my age or older that remembers the stand-up comedian from MTV's Half Hour Comedy Hour. Mm -hmm. It wasn't David Spade. I think it was David Spade, but I don't think it was David Spade. I think it was, oh. but it was it was that era. It was like late '80s, early '90s. I wish I could remember. Oh, <sighs> this is gonna bug me. This is gonna gnaw at me. There you go. Yeah, Adam Carolla had the version of how Miho could be used to explain like an entire story arc. Uh, but yes, I remember the dude stand up. Now this mm -hmm. is just this is just gonna bug me. Rob Schneider. Uh, oh, Rob Schneider had the dude bit. I don't know. Could have been. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to Google here really quick, but no, nah, it's not working. Never mind. But yeah, it was it was around <laughs> that era. It was good. Yeah. I mean, this was like solid solid comedy. Uh, yeah. For but yes, that's entirely yes. Rob Schneider meanings of dude. That's correct. Mm. On the last shot, one minute and forty five seconds. Look at of you, hilarity. Jimmy. Yeah. Look at you, Jimmy. You did it. Uh, I, I did it. <laughs> yes. So that's Matt Riddle's arc right now. He's gonna mm -hmm. yeah, bro is gonna have every connotation. Um but it's a it, it's a it's a big deal for Matt Riddle, though. You gotta get you gotta admit, you know, being put into this position and and opposite the bloodline, which is one of the hottest things going in pro wrestling right now. If not, oh yeah. Opposite. Yeah. I mean, in fact. I didn't like this pairing at first. And I even mm -hmm. found myself saying, what in the hell is Matt Riddle doing in this? And then they've said, it was like, okay, now this makes sense. Right. The and then, the, and then you were, and then you were like, bro. Yeah. Right. I was like, I get bro. it. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a, but he is, I like the fact that he's a little less mellow now. It would actually be an improvement to his gimmick. If that's all he said was bro. If it was like his, <laughs> I am Groot. And you just had to sort of infer the emotion behind how he was saying mm. it. I think that would be a solid upgrade. Sure. Um, 
so yeah, this uh, brawl between them set up everything that happened later. Uh, mm-hmm. And Adam Pierce was backstage with the referee, Solo, Solo and Riddle. Main event tonight. Yes. But then we had LA Knight versus Xavier Woods and the LA Knight hardcore fans. The LA Knight, yeah. the LA Nighters, who, the LA Knight Riders. Uh, who oh, I love that. Down. I see why yeah. you did there. No, yeah. no, yeah, that is amazing. Glenn, you, that, that is, that is t shirt magic right there. The LA Knight Rider and yes. him in one of those old school you know, <laughs> Trans Am fire. Oh. Well, the LA Knight Riders who believes he is a future world champ, uh, have been saying, Come WrestleMania, he was screwed at WrestleMania. He was booked poorly he's before talking, WrestleMania. He's to, he's he got over. About, he's talking about. He's talking about Alfred. Anyway. Yes, tonight <laughs> is going to be the start of the LA Knight ride to the top in his match against <laughs> Xavier Woods, and he lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was one of those weird situations where both of them could have used the win. I mean, but at, but at the same time, you got a guy like LA Knight who is young and there's a lot of future ahead for him. And I, I think, could he have used the win more than uh, Xavier? I think, I think people expected to win the LA Knight to win the match. Yeah. It's nice to see Xavier Woods get a W, but I think sooner rather than later, LA Knight, I don't think lost any steam here, but at the same time needs to pick up some W's to really get him back to where he needs to be. Cause he does tick all the Jimmy. boxes. Right? Jimmy, I just want to point out that Xavier Woods is actually four years younger than LA Knight. So if we're wow. trying to push the young grasshopper between these right. two, it is actually Xavier Woods. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, let me let me rephrase young from uh, newer talent to the company. I know, I know what you meant. I'm just giving you crap. You know? <laughs> well, it's Friday night. I've been drinking. <laughs> Here, oh, cool. This was a very good match still. Despite the outcome, it but... was great. I thought mm-hmm. it was really, really good. I was really into it. I was invested, but I agree. I did think both of these guys needed the win, and I hate when you put them in that situation because you know mm-hmm. you're not gonna be, you're not gonna be happy with the outcome because somebody that needed the win is gonna lose. Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods is a made man, um, future Hall of Famer, massive personality okay. within the company, outside of the company. L.A. Knight needs his, his bona fides as a Okay, were. but let me talk to you, Glenn. Let me talk oh. to you, Glenn. If this is setting up a match, let's say backlash, right? And Gunther is going to continue to be intercontinental champion. Would you rather see L.A. Knight kind of lose here? Or would you rather see him lose to Gunther? You see what I'm saying? Because what, what, what seems to be coming off of this is going to be that Xavier is going to lose to Gunther. Well, so, that's the funny thing. I, the, LA, the LA Knight Riders were saying, oh, he lost to Xavier, but this is the start of a feud. He's going to get that win next week, and it's going to be so much more meaningful. And then we immediately no. go to Xavier Woods getting into uh, a feud with Gunther uh, for the title. Basically committing suicide, right? Stepping up to Gunther, like, you should get them checked because that's, that's suicidal. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It is. It's crazy. But, like, what, I want to step up to Gunther. Like, I'm not... I'm not an LA Knight rider myself, but who did he piss off? How dare you? You said you, oh. he was your favorite wrestler in the whole wide world at one point. I didn't say that. Uncle Howdy said that. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, you know, it's uh, funny because when, when situations like this happen, where you have a guy like 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 an LA Knight, a talent as as who you see extreme potential in, 
not just potential, you know he's got it. And you're wondering, why is he not been elevated to the next level? Sometimes there is a deeper story behind it. And maybe they're building something here that when it does hit, it'll, it'll, this is what I'm hoping at least. It is a launching pad for LA Knight to, to, to new heights. You know what I mean? Because like you said, he, he does tick. I've said it how many times he ticks all the right boxes. He is a great talent. It's just, uh, maybe it's maybe like, I said, maybe it's something we're waiting to hopefully waiting to see. That's going to really go. Oh, and catch everybody. I mean, I don't know. It's, but this, if this was the start of his rebuild, this was, this was not the start of his rebuild. No, 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 Glenn. The start of his rebuild would come after the draft. Okay. Ah. After the draft. Interesting that the draft is taking place right before backlash. I would, I thought that was do backlash and then reset right afterwards, right? But the draft happening like the week, like right before um, backlash, I thought that was a little odd. Is it happening the same week as spring breaking? Or is it the week after spring break in, in NXT? Uh, that's a good question. I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, let's let's look at the dates. Because that also is going to affect some of these who call-ups, right? Who, right? Right. But, but the other interesting thing is uh, that it is the f- next Friday, uh, two weeks Friday, is the first night of the draft. And then the Monday okay. is the second night of yeah. the draft. Right. And then there's a SmackDown in between the, dr- the two draft nights and the pay-per-view. Or the right, it's weird. It's weird when yeah. they when they're choosing to do it. It falls at a weird time. Yeah. So spring breaking is on the twenty fifth. Draft starts on the twenty eighth. So oh. NXT can have some nice tidy little wrap ups. Right. It's spring breaking for those. Co- I think yeah. Braun Breaker. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's such a dumb catchphrase. It's not it's even. Oh, so, I love it though. I love it so much. I'm sorry. I do. I, I'm a sucker for the yeah. yeah. As a, someone who's a sucker for t-shirts, that's easy to put on one. So. Yeah, I don't think you. Could, <laughs> I don't think you could trademark it. Yeah. You know, that's going to be the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh no, because I did the yes, yes, yes for the. I was going to say how do you trademark yes for Daniel Bryan, if, but they put if, multiple yeses. Look, if there's a trademark for yeah, Little John owns it. So. You know, <laughs> good point. Good point. Ballot. Oh man, do you think LA Knight just sort of stole that from Lil John? No, not at all. Borrowed. It's fair. I mean, it's not the same, but I don't know. He borrowed it. That's uh, yeah, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be the first time wrestling like just completely stole a gimmick from another medium? You don't say. <sighs> I love that Vince had never seen Scarface. And had no clue what Razor Ramon was doing. My God, Razor Ramon, man! No, no, knowing Vince, he was probably ripping him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, what do you think? He Vince's did such favorite a good job, is? though. He did such a good job, yeah, Razor absolutely. Ramon. Like, I remember seeing him young, and yeah. <laughs> I mean, as a young Latina girl, I thought he was Latino. <laughs> I had no idea. Oh yeah, <laughs> he did. He was doing such an awesome job. Like him, Fisher Stevens in Short Circuit. Like, you know, there used to be a lot of, like, uncomfortable appropriation. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think Vince McMahon's favorite movie is? I wish I could tell you. I, I don't know if he watches movies, but I could I, I could ah. imagine Vince. You know, a lot of people think, oh, is it, Scar-? you know, you mentioned Scarface or yeah. Godfather or something like that. Watch it be something like Airplane. 
Yeah, I was gonna say airplane or Caddyshack were gonna be my two guesses. Right. Yeah. Um, you never know. I was over under, and he was underdone. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um. So Xavier is going to take on Gunther. Uh, he was playing trombone backstage, <laughs> annoying Gunther and Imperium. Mm -hmm. uh, we had the recap of Solo beating down Matt Riddle. Uh, we had Zane and uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn warning Matt about Solo and building this up tonight. And then Judgment Day, Damian Priest saying he was going to address the Bad Bunny situation uh, for Backlash. And we went into this match for Damian Priest with Judgment Day versus Santos Escobar with the LWO. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, what'd you think of this match? No, I enjoyed the match. I thought it was a good match. Uh, uh, the expected uh, outside interference from all the parties uh, that were outside came to fruition, but that's what heels do, right? They try to take advantage. Uh, at least when you do the distractions, try not to make it, put the heat on the right people. Make it creative enough where the heat goes to the heels. And I yeah. think they kind of pretty much accomplished that tonight. And they got their heat in the right place. And Dominic Mysterio is just getting tremendous. So good. Oh my goodness. And, and the heat he, he's getting from the crowd is amazing, especially in an era today where everybody, uh, you know, thinks, Oh, wow. He's such a great heel. And they like it. Dom gets like legit heat. And it's amazing, yeah. but I enjoyed he the match. Have I thought to they do had a match. Or he doesn't have to talk crap about the crowd or the town or this or that. Like I noticed that right before they were introduced to come out to the ring, just, just Kayla Braxton saying backstage, I'm here with Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley, and Dominic Mysterio. You oh hear the booze before mm -hmm. he even says anything. And I'm like, I love it so much. And I know that's against what we just said, but I absolutely love what Dominic is doing right now. I um, personally, Damian Priest, man, Bad Bunny's headlining Coachella tonight. You couldn't wait to address this on Monday. Like, this guy has a big <laughs> night tonight. First Latino to headline Coachella, and you're out there talking crap about him. Come on. Mm -hmm. uh, but I am. I, I, I love this match. I thought it was very, very great. I mean, there was a chancla, okay? And, and all Latinos, chancleta survivors. When Selena Vega brought out that chancleta, if you guys missed the interview that I have with Selena Vega, I asked her about this as a, as a fellow Puerto Rican girl, probably another chancleta survivor. We've been dying to see a Shankleta become involved, and she brought that out tonight. And oh, my heart, also my PTSD, both of them combined. <laughs> what a moment. <laughs> I am here for this, and I think it is the right time to do this feud with Backlash coming out in Puerto Rico. It's, it's just, it's, so, it's such good stuff. It's such good stuff. I'm, I'm a fan of everything. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
I mean, Damian Priest getting this win was cool, but man, I really want Rhea versus Zelina uh, for the. That's what he's leading towards. It mm-hmm. better. It better not end up being some mixed tag. No, no, no. Yeah. I think it should, I think I think Zelina and Rhea will just. Um, I see what you're saying, but I feel there's a lot of tag team matches that they're teasing for backlash. So I hope this mm-hmm. one at least is a one on one. Now, right. do you think if Zelina goes for that move again, we just have like like hundreds of flip-flops tossed into the ring at Backlash. I hope so. Oh. I hope so. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my goodness. Man, now you're giving me ideas. I'm going to go to a dollar store and buy a bunch of freaking flip-flops and bring them to Backlash, aren't I? Yes, that I am. Would, All right, like, That would be, <laughs> if you thought the rubber chicken was over, that would be like a moment to end. That would be like an ECW-level moment if that happened at Backlash. You should yeah. organize that happening at Backlash. Yeah, I just might. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you there for you that. Go. I also might be organizing a rubber chicken moment too, but that's different. That's for a mm. different match. Okay. <laughs> no, but like you said, I thought as, as far as the match goes itself, I thought it was a really good match. And, and you could tell because they, the crowd started off mm, kind of into it, but then they oh, really got into it. And they I, really, yeah. Yeah. And it might be because I'm fans of both of these guys, but I automatically thought the different styles, the difference in sizes. I was, in, I was invested as soon as they announced. Santos Escobar against Damian Priest, and, and yeah. it showed, and it showed. I thought, it, I thought they both showed off. I really liked them. I'm excited for this. I, I, I shared it before. I bought one thing WrestleMania weekend, and that was that LWO shirt in the That's Puerto cool Rico colors. They know what they're doing, man. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Now they got a shirt. Now they got to sell us some freaking Puerto Rico color flip flops. Let's make it happen. Give me that Shanka in Puerto Rico colors, WWE. Don't, don't, don't put your money on the Cody belt, okay? Sell the Puerto Rico color chancla at the shop. Uh, Ray came out also yeah. and got into it with Dominic. I don't even understand why. What a what a horrible father. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, You heard in his Hall of Fame speech, he said he took time off when Aliyah was born. Did you hear him say he took time off when Dominic was born? He didn't. No. That's because you learn from your your past errors. Jimmy! <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. So, so in succession terms, was Dominic the first pancake? Think about that for a second. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's what he he you know imperfect, but he figured it out enough to to do right on the next one. There you go. Yeah. Horrible, horrible, Dominic. But, but, yeah. Dominic is a considerate son. He said on Monday he didn't want to hit his dad, and here comes his dad sticking his nose in Dominic's business. Horrible, horrible parenting. Oh, okay, buying into the buying into the heels uh, story there. But the other the other nice little uh, side thing I liked about this too, Ray coming out with the LWO shirt mm. helps helps put them over it just that much a little more. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's really funny because I'm very into Judgment Day, right? Um, it, it, my feelings, like, and I don't know, I, I can't wait to see how Puerto Rico reacts to this in the PLE because my heart is so torn, right? Oh, you guys know how much we love Bad Bunny here. Damian Priest being a fellow Puerto Rican, but you got Selena Vega, you got that LWO, like all the Latino spice involved in this, in this mm-hmm. rivalry. It's just it's beautiful to see. I haven't seen this much representation in a while. So I am, listen, I'm enjoying every freaking second of it. Yes. Oh, I think it's going to be incredible uh, at Backlash. Hashtag <laughs> Viva La Raza. And they're uh, just going by the LWO now. No more Legado del Fantasma. What? 
Is LWO just for Yeah, it's Legado, Selena, and Ray. Yeah, but so it's replacing Legado. We're not going to use that term anymore to refer to them. I would assume after this, they will go back to Legado, right? Like, mm, they're just doing it now to back up Ray. Like, this whole thing started because they wanted to back up Ray, whether um, Dom got involved at Hall of Fame. That's how the conversation started. And hmm. here we are. I mean, hey, if it sells enough merch and gets over enough. Exactly. Why ever go back? Um, so Paul Heyman backstage with the bloodline. He is so good. And solo cutting him off was phenomenal in this promo, but I just loved actually, you know what this reminded me of? And this is weird to say this about Paul Heyman. This was a bit of an Enzo style, an Enzo Amore style promo that Paul Heyman was doing tonight with that stick of, I'm just going to keep naming the family members and mm. naming and naming and naming. It was very clever. And then Solo cutting him off. Uh, love that tonight. No, really good. It, and, and you know those facial expressions from Paul Heyman, not only what he says, because we all know that he's a hell of a talker, but it's the facial expressions too. Everything, the complete package. Uh, too bad Paul Heyman can't bump like a Scott DeMore. It would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it also reminded me, we were talking about stand-up earlier, the, very similar when you start mentioning Umaga rolling over in his grave. This was, um, Gilbert Gottfried has a very, the late great Gilbert Gottfried has a very good, not safe for work bit about Catherine Zeta-Jones and the diseases Gilbert Gottfried would be willing to catch if it meant that he had a shot with Catherine Zeta-Jones. And I like that Heyman just, you kept thinking he was over with the names and just kept naming going further and further with it. Mm -hmm. I loved this tonight. This was so funny. Mm-hmm. So well done. Um, and I like how Solo, he said, do you like that when Solo tapes up that he's got the thumb up? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I do. Because of the Samoan spike. Yes. Yeah. Again, Very good. it's the little things that matter. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez had a championship celebration tonight. Mm -hmm. Which was interrupted. <laughs> yes. Surpri Immediately. Surprised. Immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, Glenn. Surprise! Guess yes. what? We didn't get to finish our celebration. Uh, they're very charming. They have a good chemistry together, but they were interrupted by Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. Who actually um, made sense? They mm -hmm. did make sense because they didn't pin Lita. Uh, this this was lost due to Trish, so they're going to get a match. Um, what do you think? I, I'm going to save my opinion for last on this, but uh, Issa, do you first? Chelsea Green. And Sonia, what do you think of their gimmick and shtick together? It's not for me. <laughs> Jimmy? I think they're okay together because, you know, they're two heels and they're uh, whiny heels, it sounds like. Despite the fact that, like you said, the, the reason, you know, saying that the how, how are you champions when you didn't pin the actual Yeah, that was good. That, that was good. Uh, but, you know, hey, I like, and we need somebody because there's, a lack of depth in the women's tag division, especially. Absolutely. And I, I guess once um, the situation with Ronda Rousey is uh, healed up and she's back to 100%, maybe that'll be the next rivalry for Raquel and Liv. Well, once I saw this, I can't unsee it. And this isn't them. This isn't on Chelsea or Sonia. They're doing the best with the material and the shtick they're told. But the writers, for them, this is... Um, Shades of the Iconics, and now I can't unsee that watching their segments. Hmm. It kind of bugs me a little bit. Because I thought the Iconics were a better version of this. 
Yeah, I you can know? see where you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Good. see it. I'll pay closer attention. I don't yeah. see iconics in Chelsea and Sonia. Little bit. Little bit. Not not as um not as, not over. as over the t- yeah not not as over the top but there was just something about their chemistry it's just like oh oh yeah that's what they're starting to remind me of mm. uh Lee with 499 super chat saying can we thank sonia for making sense because technically they didn't yes. beat the champions wtf justice for lita hey trish is going to explain herself on monday mm-hmm. yeah and that's another good little thing they, they did a good job of uh plugging what's coming up for monday Yes. Now, do you think Trish is going to use the phrase "you people" in her promo? I hope not. Oh boy. Uh, uh, as long as she doesn't say "you people," eh? <laughs> <laughs> Brian Barry Buck ninety nine saying Issa versus Rhea for the title of Backlash. Book it. She's gonna pin me the way she's been pinning this girl because I'll take I'll do the job <laughs> if you catch my drift. <laughs> And Brian saying again, I wonder what Murphy thinks every time he sees Dom. Hmm. He says our adopted son, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Dominic. I mean, he I needs guess. new parents, clearly. <laughs> oh. Um Shinsuke Nakamura is back. Ah! I'm sorry. Shinsuke has he, he has my heart. I love Shinsuke so much. Yes. Uh, squashed Madcap Moss tonight. First of all, you're not even acknowledging the fit. This man comes out in one of the slayest looking coats I've seen him. And, and Shinsuke is very notorious for wearing some slayering gear, okay? Mm. But this black shiny with the leather trimming, my God, he looked amazing like mm. he was like i haven't been here in months i'm gonna make a statement glenn are you okay i okay like you so said why am i the 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 recap person one when you do this but two why don't like i think i have your new video series you should do like the way he does the red carpet you should just yeah. do wrestle, wrestle fits and just you're, have giving me, just you're giving me so many ideas i can't recap. keep up with all the ideas just <laughs> recap and describe whatever do that that should be your entire smackdown recap on wrestle fits yeah it should is just should. and describing it this way because you use such, such prose and such mm. uh elegant uh uh language the way you describe this and i'm just i'm, I'm laughing because it just it, it tickles me isa mm. well and then he removes this incredible coat to reveal this black and white just jumpsuit. Fashion Nova could never, like, let me tell you something. Fashion Nova could never put out something like what Shinsuke was wearing today. So I want to give Shinsuke all of the props for knowing that we missed him. He was going to come out and make sure that he knew that he put effort into his look for tonight. Incredible. Miss the music, miss the the entrance, miss miss that charisma. Like, Shinsuke is everything, okay? He's great. Yeah. I was yeah. absolutely, I was absolutely let down once they said it was Matt Cap. <laughs> well, you got to start somewhere, right? I guess, yeah. Hmm. No, I thought I, I agree with you, Isla. Though he looked fantastic, the entrance was awesome, and the people were solidly into his return. And that's again, the main thing is what the reaction you get from the audience. And once the crowd at home hears the live audience react to that, it's infectious. It, it, it kind of it's a trickle trickle through the tube effect for lack of a better well they don't use tubes anymore sorry uh trickle through the led doesn't sound as good though but um <laughs> but no I, I it was a nice it's just like you said against uh against madcap moss you kind of figured okay uh, I, 
I, I, they tried at the beginning where Mad Cat had the early jump on him to get a little bit of offense in, but it was still a quick match where uh, Shinsuke uh, made easy work of him. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and shout out to Emma trying to hype up her man before he comes out. And she said, he's never won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal like you did. And I'm like, Shinsuke's <laughs> a Royal Rumble winner, lady. Like, I'm a, book me against Emma for backlash. That, that annoyed me. <laughs> she did a good job because I was insulted and I'm not even Shinsuke. <laughs> Emma is a lot of fun, and I'm really glad she's back in the company. But I, I wish she was getting to do the badass Emma shtick with the motorcycle cop glasses and the gloves again. I thought that was really good before she left. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Shinsuke's back, and he's going to be in a feud with Karrion Cross. We had a nice backstage with Scarlett and Karrion in a tarot I, card. I, I, I really would like to say... I really would like to see Shinsuke go to Raw. We have actually never seen Shinsuke perform on Monday Night Raw. I'm hoping this carry on cross. I mean, this could be something for both of them if done right. But I could see Shinsuke going to Raw feuding with like an Austin Theory. There's like, there's a lot of people that I haven't seen him feud with. I just don't think that carry on cross is on top of my list for Shinsuke right now. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Yeah, it kind of caught me off guard, caught me a little bit by surprise. And and yeah, it would be interesting to see him go to Raw and. and against like you said like an awesome theory but also staying on the smackdown and uh facing the intercontinental champion that could be an interesting matchup as well but this we is, saw it yeah. he faced gunther before yeah. he was gone for yeah. a little while right but there's at least there's a past right. history you know what i mean that they can I also think the wwe a, champ yeah. the tarot cards like mm -hmm. wrestling tarot cards i will buy mm -hmm. that in a second please make it happen because that shinsuke card looked incredible that did look cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the uh, Rey Mysterio one was not bad either. Yeah, I know. The, I know the head merch guy. Let me give him a go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, this is good for carrying Cross, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. You know, he's looking better now that his hair is growing out <laughs> a bit more. It was at an awkward stage for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like at the AJ Styles when he debuted at awkward stage. Because <laughs> he wasn't long, he wasn't short. He had that weird mm -hmm. hair. Remember? <gasps> yes. Um, well, it's better. Uh, the uh, as Edge referred to it back in the day when I was first starting with the company, is it, it still looks better than the frolic. The frolic, no, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah, I love that. Uh, Ricochet and Braun Strowman were just walking around backstage, mm -hmm. and uh, the Viking Raiders attacked them out of nowhere, right? Yeah, just like attackable. Uh, I don't know, just a little random thing just to get a, a match going. Uh, okay, we'll set up a match with these two. How do we do it? Oh, they're walking backstage. We'll just jump them. I don't know. It just felt very random. Let's put it that way. Yes. We will see you where you wouldn't attack point. them. You don't think they look like somebody you want to jump just from them walking by? I would. Mm. <laughs> eh, I mean, I, I like Ricochet and Braun Strowman. So you wouldn't attack them? No, I, I think... Uh, actually, I, I'd be really curious what kind of conversations they have just hanging out. Who does? Who looks attackable to you, Glenn? Who would be somebody that if they're walking backstage, you would just jump them immediately? Same question to you, Jimmy. I mean, that's really not my shtick, but, you know... Hmm, I'll have to think about that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not a strike-first kind of guy, you know? Come on, yeah. we're just fantasy yeah. booking here, guys. I know, I can't think of... Thing. I can't think of anybody on the current roster, but back in the day, you know, uh, many times I wanted to attack Tony Chimmel. Ah! <laughs> I love that. 
See, Glenn, yeah. this is good. It's like wrestling confessions. Who would you attack, Glenn? Come on. I mean, I don't dislike anyone that Glenn, much. come on. I mean, I don't know. Maybe like Adam Pierce or something, you know? I mean. Okay, it's... that's a good one, too. I, I kind of yeah. want to attack him, too. I, I feel like I would attack a lot of people. Actually, actually that yeah. would be my gimmick to where I would do that. And then people look up the matchups and storylines tonight and be like, Man, Pierce is coming up with some brilliant stuff. And it's because I've like attacked him and kidnapped him and like replaced him. And you're the one coming up with the stories. (laughs) That's actually good. That would be my plan. Um so Paul Heyman had a mic. He was in the ring. And in two weeks, there's gonna be a rematch for the undisputed WWE tag team championships. Kevin and Sammy versus the Usos. And Reigns is becoming impatient. I like the fact that he said that according to Paul Heyman, do you think Paul Heyman ever just makes up things? Because it's not like Roman watches SmackDown when he's not there, (laughs) even when he is there. You know, well, well, Paul Heyman is great at uh, if there is one person that could probably give a little bit of creative license to to improvise. I think Paul Heyman is one guy you can probably trust to uh, not go too far off the off the beaten path let's put it that way do you ever think he's backstage and he's in like catering and he's like i was just on the phone with the tribal chief and he is very upset that we do not have fresh locks and capers here <laughs> in catering every week and this is not the me paul tribal chief does not make paul Heyman eat at catering you've seen paul Heyman's twitter post he sends him to the nicest restaurants at whatever city they're at mm-hmm. come on you really think roman will put that garbage in his gorgeous body no <laughs> i'm not a locks person i know a lot of locks people mm. maybe paul Heyman enjoys the locks mm. it's possible Maybe. but Very i think possible. i think occasionally paul speaks on behalf of roman and just sort of makes it up yeah um oh here we go sheldon jackson ten dollar super chat saying do y'all think the usos will get the tag titles back in two weeks since king and queen of the ring has been rebranded as night and Cha- night of champions and will take place in saudi and for obvious reasons we know sammy won't be there mm-hmm. i mean that's actually it, a valid point it it is a valid point but uh i don't know huh. i wouldn't want to see ko and sammy have such a short reign i know that right but night of champions is, is typically branded as the night every champion has to defend their title right Maybe they allow for a sub in that tag team title match. Oh, it's Riddle and Kevin? Yeah. Hmm, that could be interesting. And then what? We pin Riddle and they lose the titles that way, like they did with the women? <laughs> well, so I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that similar route, but hey. Right. You never know. <laughs> uh, Solo Sokoa beat Matt Riddle tonight Good. In, mm-hmm. in the main event. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you laugh? I, I say what I mean, you know? Uh, I was distracted by Riddle's very tight shorts. Yeah, tonight. very, very tight. It's not the first time. He wrestled like that uh, recently. Yeah, I mean, dude, like, maybe you know, you've been putting in the work, like, go up, go up a half size. Get get, get him tailored, spread <laughs> out a little bit. Uh, I mean, he makes it work. Like, he's clearly working it, but uh, this was a good match. No, it was a good match, and again... The, the heat went to the right people, the heels, after the match. They, you know, the, uh, but my only issue is if you're going to have ref distractions happening, you know, don't do it in multiple matches. 
You know what I mean? Valid, valid. But uh, uh, it, it was interesting that the you know the referee went through all that trouble to go outside the ring and separate the four members that were wanted to fight outside, and not it's even like, involving the match. Yeah, so that was odd. And then eject everybody, and then they come back and get involved in the finish anyway. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was weird. Yeah, so not only did he beat Riddle with the Samoan spike, but then put him through the uh, through the announce desk after the match. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, and buried him with it too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was a good match. I love this match. I thought it was great. I thought Riddle looked good, but I didn't like Solo losing to Cody. So I'm glad that he got that win back. I just feel bad because Riddle is also a returning person. It's another match like what we discussed earlier, where I felt both of these guys needed the win. But mm. with the distractions and all that, I don't know that it really hurts Riddle losing here. Um, no. So no, yeah, overall, I really liked it, and I like and I yeah. like seeing the bloodline staying strong. They look, yeah, it, it it adds more depth to the story. You know that mm-hmm. it looks like they're at least for the time being, they're all on the same page and they're working together and trying to uh, almost like they're overly trying to convince themselves that everything is all hunky dory in the bloodline family, right? So they're doing the rematch in two weeks and then backlash is happening the next week. That will be the six man tag with Riddle, KO and Sammy versus the Usos and Solo. That's how it looks like. Yeah. That's what it's leading to. Yeah. That'll be good. No, it definitely will be good. I, I think that there's a lot you can do and you can have the heels go over without costing the, the tag team champs, the championship. And you have another reason to have a rematch for the tag team championships and go on and on and so forth, you know, continue the story and continue planting seeds and make it, you know, it almost looks like the bloodlines working together fine right now. And Sammy and KO are the ones there's still, there's a little tension there, hmm. you know, so there, it, it's kind of like, almost like flip-flopped a little bit, but right. I mean, the draft is going to be interesting, but you know, you know what I hate what they do though with the draft sometimes is if somebody is in a feud, they have both people get drafted the same brand. Yeah, mm. that's the most annoying thing. The only time they guys. were very smart about it, and it wasn't even a draft. I thought when they when they separated Ray mm-hmm. and Dominic, they were able mm-hmm. to allow to last storyline to breathe, and then he came back at the right time. I love that Jimmy say continue the story because that's what Cody is apparently trying to do. He's never going to finish; he's just going to continue. Continue. Long term storytelling. That's that's what it's about. Yeah. He's going to lose to Brock. He's going to lose to Brock. We shall see. (laughs) If Brock Brock is going to go on to face Gunther, that's what the rumors, right? We're talking about the news. Rumors Mm -hmm. are that we are getting Gunther at Brock at SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. Do you see Brock losing a backlash? I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. that's a good point it's a very good point but at the same time you know uh, again here's here's the story for cody and him trying to overcome adversity what if the story is you can't overcome adversity exactly (laughs) Exactly. you need you need to get sympathy on the baby face and and still as, as much as the crowd is behind cody right now the audience at the same time they haven't there, there was no sympathy for him. Right. If you get my drift. Yeah, I do. I do. As long as he stays away from roaming, I'm fine with whatever he does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, that was SmackDown, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What an easy show, show to recap because, you know, good wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. It, kinda, it actually felt went by pretty fast. I thought it was a fun show. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, follow Jimmy at Jimmy Corderas on Twitter. Issa's in NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with the one. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. If you like the show, like, share, subscribe, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to your on-demand audio. And we will catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Have a great weekend, everyone. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.